and good afternoon. Welcome to this Monday afternoon edition of Words from the Word of God. I'd like to get right into the message for the sake of time today as we continue our journey, or what I like to refer to it as taking a journey through the Word of God and seeing how it reveals the countless essential reasons why Jesus Christ in fact, is the only way that any one of us can come into the Father and that he is the only way of salvation. Uh, so far, we have had a wonderful study through the Word of God and see, have been <laughs> just given some wonderful, wonderful scriptures, uh, you know, references from the Word of God and what God has had to say about why Jesus is the only way. Uh, and uh, today I pray as we continue our journey, uh, I pray that this will continue to be a blessing, encouragement, and to some and hopefully all that it will be an enlightenment as well. Uh, you know, last time we spoke on uh, the incarnation, the incarnation of Jesus, where he took upon himself human flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, and we we saw where the word of God revealed to us the, the virgin birth as prophesied by the prophet Isaiah, fulfilled in Matthew chapter 1, where we read there verses 18 through 25. If you hadn't been following along with us, I'd encourage you to go back about four to five messages and listen, catch yourself up to where we're at today. Today's uh, is a wonderful, another wonderful reason why. Uh, Jesus Christ is the only way, and that is because he is the only begotten of the Father sent to save us from our sins. He is the only begotten of the Father who has been sent to save us of our sins or from our sins. Last week we read... Uh, in John chapter 1, verse 14, the gospel of John chapter 1, verse 14, where John writes, led by the Holy Spirit, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The only begotten of the Father. John, and this, this phrase in the King James Version is found uh five different times and that they are all in the writings of the apostle john uh we also see right here in uh chapter one of john the gospel of john verse 18 he says no man has seen god at any time the only begotten son which is in the bosom of the father he hath declared him not only that, but we see over in John chapter 3, verse 16, one of the most well-known and probably most quoted verses of Scripture in the whole Bible. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you turn over there in your Bibles to uh, John chapter 3, verse 18, he said, He that believeth on him, speaking of Jesus, is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Uh, then if we turn over to the first epistle of John and 
First John chapter 4, I want to read verses 9 and 10 there, uh, wonderful verses of Scripture, and this is where we see that the only begotten of the Father was sent that we might live through him and that he might be the propitiation for our sins. Uh, and this was manifest in verse 9 of First John chapter 4. Uh, John writes, again, as inspired by the Holy Spirit, he says, And this was manifest the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. He says in verse 10, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be a to be the propitiation for our sins. And not only so, but um, I want to read right here in verse 14 of the same chapter. This again is 1 John chapter 4. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. My friends, Jesus Christ is the only way because he is the only one sent from the Father. He is the only begotten Son of the Father. Now, let's address this uh, phrase, the only begotten. Uh, You know, false teachers have taken this word begotten and used it to push their uh, false teachings, saying that because he was begotten, meaning he was born, and that's how they say it is, that means he was born, this means in their teaching that Jesus isn't God, that Jesus isn't equal in essence to God as the second person of the Trinity. They see the word begotten, and they try to convince anyone who will listen to them when they say that Jesus is a created being because only someone who had a beginning in time can be begotten. But what this uh, fails to note and what they fail to remind you of is that begotten in their translation is an English translation of a Greek word. As such, we have to look, you know, we have to look at the original Greek word the meaning of the Greek word, not and not transfer an English meaning into the text. We must look at the Greek word, begotten, which is monogenous. Now, don't think I'm some kind of Greek scholar because I'm not. I'm just telling you uh, what I have studied and what I have learned about this. According to the Greek-English lexicon of the New Testament, and other earthly Christian literature, monogenus, which is begotten in the Greek, uh, primary has two primary definitions. The first definition is pertaining to being the only one of its kind within specific relationship. Jesus Christ was the only God the Son, the Son of God, the second person in the position of the second person of the triune Godhead or the Trinity, however you want to refer to it, the three in one, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Not only so, but uh, it also um, says the second definition is pertaining to being the only one of its kind or class, unique 
in kind. This is the meaning implied by all the scriptures that we just read. John was primarily concerned in his gospel with demonstrating that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the eternal Son of God, who was the only Son of God. That is what he's saying, and that's what other translations and other versions of scripture uh, say, that he is the only uh, he uses the word begotten, monogenous, to highlight that Jesus as uniquely God's Son, sharing the, the, the same divine, divine nature as God, as opposed to believers who are God's sons and daughters by adoption. Jesus Christ is the only Son of God. Jesus Christ was and is and will always be the one that God chose. Peter said he was chosen and precious. Uh, the, the Bible says that he, uh, the Word of God tells us in the book of Revelation that he was the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. God had a plan of redemption for you and I before we were ever even thought of. He looked down through eternity and saw that he would have to send his precious son, his precious son, to die a sinless sacrifice on Calvary's cross. That, my friends, is the only way that we could ever be saved. The uh, Word of God tells us, and this is the Apostle Paul writing in Galatians 4, verses 4 and 5. Let's just read verses 4 and 5. Again, this is Galatians chapter 4, 4 and 5. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. When the fullness of time was come, you know, when Jesus Christ was born, this world was in complete darkness. And you know, back there in uh, the Gospel of John, uh, let's go back to the Gospel of John for a second. When the fullness of time was come, let's look at that for just a second and we'll close. John said in the first chapter of the Gospel of John, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was any not anything made that was made. Listen closely. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And that light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. And it says right here, we'll read these few verses. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now, this is referring to John the Baptist. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Verse 8, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Verse 9, that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was not, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. 
He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Listen close, my friends. But as many received him, the only begotten of the Father, the only Son of God, he gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And then uh, over here in verse uh Verse 17 of John chapter 1, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. Jesus Christ uh, has declared the love, grace, and mercy of God. He was the only begotten of the Father that when the fullness of time was come, when all else had failed, all the philosophies and the religions of the world at that time of his birth had failed, the world was in great darkness as we just saw there in the Gospel of John, that his light shined into this dark world that we live in. Just when it seems like the darkness around us is closing in and it's going to drown out the light, just remember one name, and that name is Jesus Christ. And remember this, that he was the only Son of God sent to say, be the Savior of the world, as John said there in 1 John chapter 4. He sent him to be the Savior of the world. My friends, Apostle Paul writes in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, uh, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And he writes over there in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Remember what John said there in John three sixteen: for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ, why is he the only way? Because he is the only one appointed by God, the anointed one, Christ the Messiah, who was sent to save us from our sins. All we have to do is believe on his name through faith and accept him. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father, sent to save you and I from our sins. Won't you accept him today if you haven't? I invite you to accept Jesus Christ today as your Lord and Savior. It is one of the most important things you could ever do ever do and through him you will come from darkness to light and from death to life amen and i pray this message has been a blessing to your heart and i look forward to the next time that we can share a word from the word of god